Okay, this is it. We're going to start. What? Don't look at that. Okay. Don't look. You're not supposed to look up Sorry. here. I wish I had it over here. Okay, not looking. Okay, guys. Here's how we're going to start, okay? Okay. We're going to start with the new bumper video. Now premiering. We get today. Okay. Ready? Frick! <laughs> Gosh! What the heck is going on here? It's Satan. Satan? Don't He's say that name. Us. Don't say that name Sorry. here, Allie. The, the he who shall not be named. It's not like Voldemort. He said don't say his name. <laughs> who said that? Edmund. Oh, they were saying Jesus. I was like, I don't know. No. Plan on it. Okay, okay. All right, here. All right, here we go. We're going to start the season one, season two of the show. The new, the new bumper. Here we go. You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned. I don't know. Plan on it. Minus five, four, three, two, one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery. You're gonna die. I'm Raymond Arroyo. We'll see you next time. And that's it. Man. Nice. That's it. Is that nice? Do you like that? That's my favorite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to season two of the show. This is it. Uh, this is a show with Edmund Mitchell, Nick Gutierrez, Johnny Phillip, and Allie Hoffman. It's Ooh. Thursday, April 4th, 2019, the year of our Lord. Nick, that's right. Uh, today is a big show. Today is the big show. Mm-hmm. Season two. Everyone say hi. 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 Ciao. That was awful. Ciao. Uh, what else do I have written here? Uh, the topic topic for today is starting since we're starting season two. Mm. Uh, what else we got? We're gonna we're gonna cover some current events. We're gonna listen to some voicemails, some audience submitted voicemails. Mm. Does my microphone sound weird? No, it sounds a little hot. It's a little hot. You don't sound as hot as me. Well, I'm not speaking. Hot check. Hot check. <laughs> One, two. I thought if we put on headphones that everyone would have better mic technique. <clears throat> I don't know why, why my voice sounds amazing. Well, we haven't said anything yet. Okay. We barely started. No, we All right, so <clears throat> we're going to cover we're going to cover some current events. We're going to listen to some voicemails. We were going to do some call-ins of the new team of the show, but mm. does my, vo- my my microphone sounds weird. Well, it does sound a little Doesn't it sound a little fuzzy? I don't know. It just sounds loud. I don't hear fuzz. Anyways, that sounds good. Uh, everyone, introduce yourself. These are our guests. my name is Edmund Mitchell, uh, one of the hosts of the show. Once a month, we're going to do a show like this with all of us. It's going to be called the Big Show. Mm-hmm. So uh, why don't you each in- reintroduce yourself for those who are just tuning in now? Hi, Nick let's start with Nick. Yeah, born and raised in Texas. That's it. I don't know what. What do you want? <laughs> What's the formula here? Yeah, what yeah. are we doing? Give me your Instagram profile. Hi, my name is Nick Gutierrez. My IG is at Nicholas, no H, but an H, shit, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas. It's just Nicholas H. Gutierrez, but there's not an H yeah. in the Nicholas. That's See, right. that this was not a good idea. No, you're Adam. doing great. Keep going. You're doing really great. You're doing really great. We'll put it down at the bottom. We'll put your we'll put your Instagram profile yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah, check it. This All right. It's going really well. Allie. Hi, my name is Allie Hoffman, and my Instagram is at the oodles of doodles. Anything else interesting about you? Nope. Okay. That's it. This That's it. sucks. You guys are sucking that at this. <laughs> you guys are. This is supposed to be interesting. I just, okay. I just tried Flonies for the first time today. That's yeah. not. That's, yeah, okay. it is. All right. Fine. I think so. We tried to convince Allie that 
Nick and I tried to convince Allie that you had to microwave it for 30 seconds before so you, dumb. you shot it. I'm just a trusting person. You are a very trusting person. Yeah. All right. My Our next guest Go here, Johnny. Uh, my name is Johnny Dawson Philp II. My Instagram is at Donald Trump, and uh, I can be reached there. Are you the second? Is your middle name really Dawson? Are you the second or a junior? Uh, well, I... I uh, neither of these, but oh, oh really? the second sounded pretty say, cool. Cause so, cause are you a second? Yeah. Are you really? We're six minutes in, and so far we've sworn and lied. <laughs> Sorry. So it's, it's going strong. Cool. Episode no season Partially two. Season two. Why does my voice sound so weird on this? Anyways, uh, as always, you'll be able to listen to the show anywhere podcasts are made mm-hmm. on Spotify as well, which mm-hmm. is now a thing, mm-hmm. and you can also watch the show if you go to YouTube.com/slash Edmund Mitchell. Mm. Or on Facebook, which I don't know if it's going to be on the Facebook page, the show, or if it's going to be on Edmund. It'll probably be on its own Facebook page that mm. you could watch it. Smart. Because uh, there's always going to be some visual components of this that's going to make it oh, that nice. much better. Mm-hmm. So anyways, guys, what did you think of the bumper? I worked really hard. Those I, of you watching at home, you can wa- you're, you'll be able to watch this bumper video, this new bumper here that we made. What do you guys think of that? I worked really hard on that, so please I affirm me. You did, no, you did I a good job. It. it was bumping. I dance to it. I will listen to yeah. it again just because, like, it's so fun to dance to. Uh, the music. So the intro is the original, the the original, like, that audio clip right at the beginning is from last season's, mm-hmm. like, intro. It's a nice tie-in. Which I love. I don't know why, but I just love that. What? What? What are you laughing? Because burps are funny, man. Burps are <laughs> got to get that out there. <laughs> I don't care. I'm 25. Crash burps are hilarious. So, uh, but the rest of the intro music is by DJ Sean P. Nice. Yeah. So he was on episode 33. He came over, just me and him. We had never met before and just connected online and then had him come over to my house. And my wife and all my kids were gone. So literally a stranger <laughs> met another stranger <laughs> in a home he's never been in. It's perfect disaster. I know. He's a donuts? courageous man. He's Didn't a, you eat donuts? With yeah, him? I forced him and yeah. I forced we him force fed him. to eat. <laughs> It's really nice. <laughs> you mama bird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, so nice. I forced him to eat donuts and rap and just like rap country, like ridiculous country lyrics. It's amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. That's a fun song. Anyways, uh, other updates about season two. So season two, there's a new theme song. There's a new um, new logo. We've we've put out the kind of like rebranded a little bit, the logo and these kind of three layers. What do you guys think about that? Love I'm it. very sensitive right Beautiful. now. What do the three layers mean? I don't know. Oh, oh there's more okay. to that. Well, okay. Well, I, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought there was. Yeah, uh, a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Okay, so. Um, Mysticism. Well, no. Yeah, kind of. Never mind. So, Rationality. As, yeah. I've, as I've looked back at all the episodes, I, I thought, I was trying to like categorize, like, what is this show about? Right? I've been trying to figure out what the show's about. And I think spirit, science, and beauty kind of seem to be themes, like mm-hmm. artists, musicians for like the beauty, right? Science, like we have um, Dr. Matthew Rossano comes on, who wrote who wrote Supernatural Selection. He's a psychologist and wrote about the evolution of religion in wow. humans and how that capacity might have come about. <clears throat> so it's like science angle. And then what's the other one? Spirit. Oh, spirituality, right? Because we like sometimes we talk about the faith and God and spirituality and exploring mm-hmm. prayer and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. uh, not always. So, anyways, those are like kind of the three things. So we, I love it. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Michael Sherman. So Michael Sherman's on our team now. <clears throat> we have this whole new social media creative team of some bangers, some bangers. Allie. What? 
They are creative You're doing bangers. Great. You're doing great. Why do you have an accent? <clears throat> what are you talking about? Bangers. It sounds like you have an accent. No, I'm not. Bri- I'm not saying British like a banger. Bangers and mash. Ah, banging. Okay. Banging, mate. <laughs> no, that's. This is really good. Australian? Anyway, so who, who, who are the rest of the create? Yeah, okay. So we just, here's what we did. So here's what we did. Yeah, we got some straight bangers to join the show to join the team. And the the idea is that we we're gonna have this pillar content like this. It's like the Gary V thing, right? We're gonna have the show, but then we ha- like I got together a bunch of really talented people, and and they're just gonna chop up and make graphic design stuff and make creative thing make videos make like chop up little segments and just go nuts and that's the goal right mm-hmm. it's just like awesome. have all this awesome content that we're creating it's gonna be i don't know if you know this ally tell me it's this is nope, the best it. yes semi-catholic mm-hmm. podcast that exists right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard it here first yeah and some people want to be like humble like oh you know no. we're not that great we're just like a small no we are oh. the best <laughs> Forget about being humble. Yeah. We are. I believe that. Emphasis on the semi Do you guys believe this? <laughs> Do you believe it? Mm-hmm. 100%. So I did say I have to go at 1045. So I'm gonna oh, okay. You All right. Okay. You have two <laughs> minutes left, Johnny. Okay, Johnny, in the, what remaining time you have, um, in what remaining time you have, could you, as much as possible, just describe what the show is about? <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> We, I mean, look, like, I, I, I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that comes here and says, like, we're okay. Mm. But that's not true. <laughs> we're freaking awesome. I mean, <laughs> we're the best. We're the best. <laughs> we're the best. I was going to drop a curse word in there, but. Well, I think you can feel comfortable doing that here. I can't. So no. How many of you guys have ever seen a baby? So we have the Sucks. best. We have the best soundboard. So Season two is going to have more soundboard. Yes. So I wanted to just in this episode a little bit explain the soundboard. Let's explain some of these because this will be the only time we explain the soundboard from here on. These things will be sprinkled in with no explanation. Wow. Okay. So people who are getting in, if you're getting in now on the ground floor of this episode. That's true. This is exclusive. Yes. You know this. Mm -hmm. So how many of you guys have ever seen a baby? (laughs) (laughs) For those of you watching, you notice my lips were not How many guys have ever seen a baby? I just wanted them to see that. I just wanted them to see the context on that one. Yes. To explain Uh, it. This was like fall of 2014. (laughs) It's just a soundbite. It's not, I'm giving a talk to teens and I was making an argument for, um, Oh, you remember the talk. I don't remember. It it was like uh, wonder and awe. Yeah. And like, um, I was making the (laughs) argument that when you hold a baby, (laughs) that it's just like a, whoa, kind of moment and that you wouldn't want to drop the baby and stuff like that. But instead of, instead of asking, how many of you have ever held a baby? I asked, <laughs> how many of you have ever seen a baby? <laughs> well, you just wanted to get that baseline. No you just wanted that baseline. Like, yeah, well. How many of you have ever seen a baby? Raise your hand. Okay. okay. That's how many, of you, how many of you have ever been in the same room as a baby? Okay. Raise your hand. Cool. Yeah. How many of you have ever been a baby? Okay. Good. That was yeah. the progression, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so there's that one. Taking full advantage of it. Uh, and then later on in that same talk, you said... <laughs> Oh, I just want to eat you up. You, you said, and then when you're looking at the baby, because I was talking about, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the classic, like Aunt Susan always says that to your little little yeah. infants. They're yep. like, oh, yeah. I'll just eat you up. No, it made perfect sense, but I happened to have it recorded. You, you, you so. want to dwell with the it's forever beauty. on the side. And board. then this is my this is this is one of my all time favorites. And yeah. for those of you, you're getting this exclusive, so you'll be able to hear this. But I hid <sighs> I hid this next one in the intro. I hit it. Yes. And so this 
is that is Nick going supersonic. Play it again. Okay, now it's like my my echo call my um No, it's not like that. No, it's not like It's shorter. No. No, 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 no. No, no let me explain to you. This this is the posture Nick is normally in when he makes this when he makes this uh, this noise. He's normally crossing his arms. He's not that interested, and it's kind of a pity laugh. No, I yes, don't believe, no, 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 no. <laughs> he just won't well, even. Well, actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pity laugh. You're, you're right. A lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. If it's someone's not always a pity if someone's laugh. saying something kind of funny but not that funny, and you're you're the only one in the room, no one's laughing. You <laughs> like mentally, I'm like, I got to do something. Yeah. Here. You're like, <laughs> they're looking for some type of reaction. <laughs> so, he he said something kind of like borderline racial. Maybe I'll just because I'm not I'm not I'm for real now. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys tell? Yeah, you're like I'm not endorsing it, but I'm not saying I don't accept you oh, as a person. Man. Uh, what else we got? We got this. I'm Raymond Arroyo. We'll see you next time. See, that was me in a talk to adults um, really on EWTN. So this is like a real inside one because, like, I don't know why. I just think Raymond Arroyo is funny. I just think if he is a funny person, he's a big fan. Yeah. Of the he's show. just a funny person. Yeah. So, uh, and then we right got now. then yeah. we got this one, which I don't know how many of you can place this. And what is your question? <laughs> oh, I know. Um, Who is that? Mother, Angel- yeah. Mother Angelica. Mother Angelica. Yeah. It took me four hours to find that clip. Wow. <laughs> Because I knew that people well called spent. in. Yeah. And I didn't know exactly that she had said that. I just thought, I want to get her with some, because people would call in. I want to get her like, like saying something about a question. Mm-hmm. And it took me four hours to find. And what is your question? Um, totally worth This it. is one of my favorite lines from a movie ever. He thinks the carpet pissers did. This is from uh, The Big Lebowski. Mm. Anyways, I don't want to explain the whole thing, but oh, and then we also got uh, this one. Leisure. Leisure is what you give up. You're gonna die. So we got some Gary Vaynerchuk ones, which shout out to some of the people on Instagram that like really loved uh, the Gary Vaynerchuk. Like, yeah, it's in the intro. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna die. Oh hi, thanks for checking in. Oh, we got this one. This is one. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Okay, Johnny's leaving everyone. Johnny, let's play Johnny out. Johnny, thank you for being here. Thank you for playing. Johnny Johnny has to go home. Love you long time. His kids are. Bye, Johnny. Take care. (laughs) See you next time. We're just going to leave that Elijah chair open for him. Yeah. The chair of Elijah. Okay. Johnny, thanks for being here. Bye. Okay. All right, man. We got a time crunch here. Okay. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Okay. Other announcements. Uh, we have a Patreon now. Or well, we've kind of had one, but yeah. What were you going to say? Because we just have one now. Because it's for real. <laughs> what are you going to say? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> in your intro you said, because we're breathing. Yeah. That's why we have a Patreon. Why wouldn't we have a Patreon? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. So you can support us on Patreon and make this show better. Like we want to, my goal is to get like multiple camera angles and get a yes. more of a crew. And like, it, if you support us on Patreon, we'll try to give some perks and stuff, but that's a really awesome way um, to support the show. Your name will go in all the episode show notes and stuff. And we'll <laughs> if, just... if you if you contribute to Patreon, we will uh, actually pray for your special intentions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow, we, we, we will big. actually do without that. asking what they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah. we won't know. Guys, yeah. Your deepest, today. darkest intentions. Yep. We're actually going to pray. We're not going to question. We're pray. It. Wow. Uh, the other thing is, we immediately are going to have merch. Yep. Okay. I I still we're going to record this episode and then I'm going to work on all this stuff and publish it tonight. So oh boy. I have some design, but we're going to have merch. You can go to the show. To, did we just casually we touch yeah, hands? Know, was, uh, that was rough. Oh, I was going to ignore it, but you brought a lot of attention. <laughs> Our to hands it. just kind of really grazed each other there. Oh, boy. Man. 
Good. Um, <laughs> there's blood in my body. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, you can go to the show threadless.com and uh, we're going to have a bunch of merch there. Shirts, toddlers, clothes, <laughs> coffee mugs, throw pillows. I'm being really serious. Prince. Now all of that stuff won't be available immediately. Probably tonight I'll just put up some of the t-shirts and stuff, but we're going to have like crazy. St- Anyways, um, we got the soundboard. We went through that. We have a dedicated Instagram profile now because Ian, who's also part of this like creative team and a lot of the creative people are going to be on the show every now and then. Go, down, go down the list, man. Okay. So we got Ian Cabrera. Yes. Ca- Ca- I forget his last name. Cabernet. I don't think he wants us to say his last name. Well, Ian C. So. <laughs> Ian C. Uh, Koji, you guys know Koji. Koji, Koji, Koji. who's like killing Koji. Instagram yeah. with vlogging and all this other stuff. Name. He works for Net. So no. Koji, no, no, he, he doesn't works. Work no, nope, doesn't work for Net. He works for a culture project. Yeah. He works for the culture project. Okay, but right. Previously Net. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, so Koji is going to be helping with video stuff. What? Who else we got? Michael Sherman. Michael Sherman's heading up all the graphic design stuff. He helped. We created like a brand guide and logos and stuff That's like amazing. that. This isn't that interesting. Uh, who else do we have? Um, Justin. Justin D. Mm. Justin Demoise. Or how do you say his last name? Demoy. Demoy. Uh, who else we got? Um, oh, Maggie from Maggie's Mood Magic. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for her to get involved. <laughs> That's really she's going to get involved. With who else? Graphic. Um, anyways, if you want to get involved, come into the ground floor with this kind of creative stuff. We can. Get, fi- we'll, we'll find a place. We'll for find you. a place. Yeah, I heard it here first. There's a special place for you. Uh, so that's all we got there. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Um, that's very exciting. I feel very good about it. Yeah, I feel like. Like Allie and I have strapped in mm-hmm. to this roller coaster mm-hmm. of which is Edmund Mitchell. Yeah. And it's always fun. Going up. Yeah. You guys are going up. That soundboard is very Edmund Mitchell. Oh, uh, yeah. The intro. <laughs> Wait, what video do you mean the soundboard is very Edmund Do Mitchell. that. Oh, hell no. Nah. That Where was my that? favorite oh. one. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> See? My favorite. That's a really good one. That's a really, yeah. Give uh, him an extra dollar. That's from. <laughs> yeah, what's um, that from? That's from uh, Young Frankenstein, I think. Oh, with um, love that movie. Who's the guy? Um, um, oh my gosh, Willy Wonka. Um, yeah, uh, Charlton Heston. Who are you no. thinking? Uh, I'm thinking who? Uh, Crazy hair. I think you're thinking um, not Einstein, oh Ben Shapiro, gosh. Bill Bill Shapiro, Withers. No. Who, who are we thinking? Um, uh, oh my gosh, people at home are screaming. Uh, Christopher wait, 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 wait. Lloyd. No, Christopher no, not Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty positive. No. It's Christopher Danny Lloyd. Glover. No, yep. it's not yep. Danny yep. Glover. Yep. Yep. Um, who is it? Hold on, Frankenstein. Mel Gibson? No, Mel Gibson. Who is it? That's uh, Mel Brooks. Gene Wilder. Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. There it is. The best Willy Wonka. It's directed by Mel Brooks, so that gives any indication. Uh, so what's new with you guys? Are there like? Do you want to give anyone any life updates? What have you guys been up to? This is your time to. This is kind of a spot here called. What are you doing? That's I'm, why we just made that up. This is called. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm awaiting the uh, birth of your third child. Yeah. yeah. So another girl. Are you, oh, nice. Girl, boy, girl. Reveal the gender. And yes. The name is going to be. Not the name. Not the name. Well, it's Allie. <laughs> so. wow. We're just going to call this one three. Mm. That's, that's not no, how, how, would you, how would you spell it? So like spell it A-L-I. really weird. No, 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 no. Like if you gave it like a really weird spelling. Three. Like maybe. Like an X. That's like silent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. X. Yeah. One time I was on a retreat and I was doing music and I convinced them that my name was Allie, but there was a silent cue between the L and the I and they, <laughs> they printed my name tag with that. Oh, wow. And so when people meet, met me, they're like, oh, that's weird. I was like, it's Allie. The cue is silent. And at the end I was like, Dang. guys, JK. And they never invited me. That back. is next level. They never invited you back? Never done. Oh my gosh. It's weird. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it for me. That's all that's going on right now. Okay. What about I you, Allie? I have a third child. 
Um, I What's don't have any kids, not married. That's a, um, that's a recent update that you don't have kids? That's a recent update. Okay. okay. No kids. All right. Fair enough. Um, not any big things right now. A lot what are you looking of- forward to? doodling stuff i'm I'm working on some big projects that i can't talk about publicly yet but i'm working on some oh us too us too so don't feel too special because we have projects (laughs) we we signed an nda yeah did you sign an nda in my mind (laughs) are we working on the same project are we doing the same thing (laughs) are you guys doodling too okay here like other updates like when's the last time you've cried like really wept oh oh i watched uh it was a movie on netflix uh uh, hostile mm. with uh, Christian Bale, also known There's as like hostile. A... What is it? Hostile or hostile? Well, is like a hostile, like no, no, no. I think it's pronounced hostile. hostile. Like you oh, are a hostile okay, person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think hostile what I'm thinking, is like, how they say it in uh, in agile. Yeah, in in uh, facing the giants. Right. Yes, facing oh, giants. No, no not, not facing <laughs> the giants. <laughs> uh, in uh, uh, gr- gridyard gang. No, 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 no. Uh, Civil War. Uh, no, no, no. Longest yard. Uh, no, no, no. Greater glory. Waterboy. It's Waterboy. I'm pretty popular. Notre Dame. Remember the Titans. Rudy. Rudy. No, it was Remember the Titans. It's Remember the Titans. There we go. We need the bell. Oh, when we get it. No, no. When when I think of hostile, I think of like like traveling europe and like staying in hostels so whenever oh, i do see like hostel. like hostel. the word hostel like or just the movie i think hostile but yeah anyway it's got a very sad if you haven't seen the movie it's got a very sad uh kind of opening scene and you wept at the I, beginning I was, yes i mean just i think as a young father Wait, and having that kids, was not what i expected <laughs> it's a reese's peanut butter cup what do you expect it's like liquid on the inside yeah, it's so good Sorry, keep going. I'm that. sorry. They're so good. No, no, no. It, it was it was one of those like times where like I I was crying. It, the movie moved me, and it was one of those where you actually go upstairs and like kiss your kids. Oh again, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. And like then come back down, then finish the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. You'll hear about that alley yeah. later. You'll know about that. It was, I, yeah. it was very therapeutic. So right now, when you actually kiss your kids, yeah. No, we're crying. <laughs> Allie, oh, when's actually, the, I, I guess both. Yeah. Allie, when's the last time you like really wept? Wept. Yeah. I mean, I cried today, but I didn't weep. Why did you cry today? um, Because I was watching this very inspirational YouTube video Mm. um, of a woman. Mark Wahlberg? No, her name is Mary Lennonberg. Mm -hmm. Is she a soldier? Did she come home? Nope. (laughs) No. (laughs) Although I also. Those videos, man, as well. Yeah, it's so good. No, Mary Lennonberg, she's a a speaker and an author. And um, we're speaking at a conference in May together. And so I was looking up at our website and she has this video. She had a daughter named Courtney who at – on the day of her baptism, she had a seizure – and um, they didn't they didn't know what was wrong with her, what it was. And then mm. she never developed past seven months. And but she lived until she was 22. And so it's the story of taking care of this child. And that's, it's a beautiful story of acceptance and like wow. accepting the Lord's will. Wait, so she is 22, but um, psychologically seven months no old. Way. Yeah. And so that dedication, well, she ended up she did die at 22 um, years old, I think in 2013. And so just like watching these parents talk about like unconditional love, I was just sitting there and I was like, Oh wow. my gosh. So I cried today. Mm. Mary Lennonberg powerhouse. Wow. Dang. So was it a good cry? Like, yeah. was it a really oh, yeah. good, yeah. It was like one of those, like I, because they were so loving, you could just tell that they just love their daughter and mm. they love Jesus. It was just so beautiful. Oh, That's gosh. great. Other time I cried was back in January when I wept because I was so stressed out and mm. it was just uh, cathartic. I'm just going to weep because mm. I'm so overwhelmed. So it's like mm. give and take. You know? Wow. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah. 
I went to New Zealand. Wow. Yes, you did. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But extremely overwhelming. Really? Yeah. Like people ask like, oh, how it must have been really like, and it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I was really overwhelmed. I think partially because I had the talks mm-hmm. at the end of the, if you ever do the thing where someone invites you somewhere exotic to like speak at a conference or something, mm-hmm. definitely vacation after the conference mm-hmm. and not do before. Do the talks first and <laughs> Yeah, because like stress, like the, the whole, whole week, time. I was just like, oh yeah, you know, not not you know, I enjoy doing it. It's not like it's super hard, but it was just like mm-hmm. on my mind the whole time mm-hmm. as I'm like looking yeah. at beautiful mountains yeah. and stuff. Uh, also, they drive on the wrong side of the road. Oh man! Mm-hmm. And also, we had our daughter Katiri. Nice. And so that was well, kind of she, she was born before that. You didn't have that. Like, <laughs> like we <laughs> it conceived was a very her. Very overwhelming. Yeah. We no, conceived her on the flight. No, 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 no. Oh uh, my no, god. No, so we had oh. you brought you brought yeah, her. we brought her. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> what? What are you asking me? What? No. Okay. So overwhelming. Be mature, Allie. Yeah, New Zealand. You're hanging out with married people. You were. Th- oh gosh. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> it was. So at one point, like, so it's a 17 hour flight. Wow. It's a yeah, and at one point. It's so it's super dark on the plane because they try to get you to like sleep on the plane and stuff. And we sat in a row where there was a bassinet that folds forward, mm-hmm. and and it's really creepy actually because you're supposed to put your baby in there, and then there's like these these like seatbelts that go over the top. These like like straps that are supposed to keep the baby in. Oh my! But it just it's just weird. And so you're trying to sleep, but I mean she would wake up in the middle of the night and be able to kind of get her head out of it. Mm-hmm. And so you're, and she's like up above the ground. So at one point in the middle of whatever. Um, in the middle of the night, I'm like in and out of sleep. And so is Danielle and some older man is like walking down the aisle and he's like leaning on one side and leaning on other chairs and stuff. And then kind of out of the corner of my eye, like half asleep, Danielle's on the aisle seat and I'm in, I'm in the middle. Uh, he leans on the bassinet and then looks in and then starts digging both of his hands and like looking, like looking around like this. I've already heard this story. That's why I'm not reacting. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And like, and like all of my, I mean, just all of my energies were directed at like, I'm going to, I'm going to remove this guy's head. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to murder someone. And yeah. And And before I could even like come fully awake and just fillet him, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like tear the flesh off of this old man. Mm -hmm. uh, Danielle just like lunges up and grabs his hand and is like, there's a baby in there. What's, what do you, And he just kind of like, oh, 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 yeah, and just like kept going. And so, I don't know. And then she, and then she sat back down, and me and her were just like so much adrenaline yeah. rushing yeah. through our our bodies that, that, that went nowhere. Yeah, like the adrenaline, yeah, was all there. And so then it was just over. It was just like, yeah, that was so. Wow. So it was, it was a kind of a stressful trip, right? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. I had a hard time not thinking about someone stealing our baby. And right. Oh my gosh. So I'm glad crazy. we did it. We got some beautiful like videos and photos and like we really enjoyed we did some cruises and stuff it's well we did a cruise the fjords the fjords is like in new zealand there are these mountains where the glaciers have melted and then the water has come up so high that you're just like around the tops of the mountains wow yeah it's really weird Hmm. so like the map like just like kind of the tops of the mountains are exposed to the water and then you're kind of like on this lake it's really interesting anyways new zealand what was the other thing that happened to me it's a bucket list place for me in New Zealand. What else happened? There was something else really important. Oh, I wanted to talk about this. Not as like a humble brag. Here we go. Here we go, <laughs> Alex. Buckle up. Ooh, Our theme okay. today. <clears throat> I love how both of you turn. Right, you know I mean? Just making sure that's still recording. Our theme today is starting. 
Mm-hmm. Like our theme today is to just start, just do it. I wish I had the sound bite of just do it, but mm-hmm. um, I wanted to just talk a little bit to people who like are contemplating maybe doing some type of creative work, like getting into graphic design or video or starting a YouTube channel or starting a podcast mm-hmm. or, or doing something like that. And I wanted to like talk to those people and encourage them to just, just start somehow. Mm-hmm. And part of this kind of came about because I did the, Catholic creatives, Instagram takeover. takeover. Yeah. Yeah. And I went so hard on that, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I learned so like, and people can go find Catholic, the real Catholic creatives on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I highlighted the, (laughs) the story, Uh which is like 35 stories straight. It's perfect. And, uh, but I learned a lot about myself in this because I realized that I am attracted to and thrive in, Low expectation environments. <laughs> yeah, low expectation environments, but a lot of people are actually paying attention. Yeah, and yeah. and I know I know that there's a good chance that I can o- way over deliver. Yeah, and you so even said that I'm probably gonna overdo this. So yeah, and, yeah. and so like, I use drone footage. Yeah, I literally in the most difficult way possible filmed everything on an external, like on a different camera, not my phone. Mm-hmm. I like edit it all in final cut. I would like record a bunch of stuff, then run to my laptop and edit it all and post it and then run back. And, and it's a lot different than my takeover. <laughs> what'd you do? What'd you do I on had yours? No drone footage. What'd you do on yours? Um, I think that one of I think really the only thing I did was take, um, on my phone, the time lapse of me doodling. Perfect. Doing something. So. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But that, but yours was, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, that's cool. Time lapse. Yeah. Yeah. Doodling. Doodling. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. On my phone. But. iPhone. When I learned that about myself, I'm eating on the microphone. It's bad. I can smell it through your microphone. Mm. (laughs) Mm. It's peanut butter cups, milk chocolate. I don't know how I feel, though, about being drawn to low expectations. Like, I feel kind of bad that that's kind of part of my personality. Right, because shouldn't I, that that means I'm never going to be on an Olympic team, right? Wait, wait you were you, you were almost you on the Olympics. No, yeah, he was. <laughs> wait, basically. you feel bad that you thrive in low expectation? Um, yeah, so, environments. Yeah, so what I real no, yeah, what I realized was I'm I'm drawn to a low expectation environment where I am confident that I can over deliver. Well, because, yeah, yeah, because because it's safe, right? Yeah, it's I know. Less, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like risky. I feel like, oh man, I'm just be I'm just being safe, right? With you're, my creativity. Like you're I'm at just liberty to yeah, do. Yeah, like, oh, people will really affirm me in this situation because I'm playing yeah. basketball with third graders. Mm. You know what I mean? Did that mm. happen on the story? No, no. Oh, I'm just okay. saying. Really <laughs> I was like, man, I missed yeah. that one. No, I'm just saying so good job. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I just that's what's on my heart. I just wanted to say that. I just feel like that's I feel like I should be the type of person who strives to thrive in high expectation environments where there's lots of competition and people that are really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people who are really, really good mm-hmm. and, and being drawn to those environments as opposed to like, I'm going to play basketball with third graders. You know but what I, mean? I think in the low expectations one, you're able to create, like do wilder things just to test it out. Yeah. Just like, like the drone footage and like all of those different shots. If you haven't seen it, it's really good takeover and like all of those things. So then you're able and you're like, Oh, this worked really well. I'm going to do it in these higher expectations. Cause I know that this is, so I think it's fine. You did fine. It's good. Does like, how do you guys, what would you say to people who are contemplating starting something creative? Because a lot of times 
there's a feeling of a lot of expectations. There's a feeling of, mm-hmm. so oh the, man, I don't know is, if I can thrive in this. So this is a person that doesn't have any um, formal education in it. Yeah, or like or doesn't have much experience creative. or anything. They're so just they're, like, they're, I think I want to start Right, so they're professionally doodling. not in that realm yeah. right now. So they want to start it's doodling. A, it's a hobby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they want to, but like they have that feeling. They're like, I don't know if I should, like, how do I start? Should I start? And then, and honestly, with this podcast, like with relaunching this, there, like there were so many, it, it, I prolonged our pause because I kept going, well, no, I got to wait to get this. And mm-hmm. no, I got to wait to get this. And I got to, mm-hmm. maybe we got to get this perfect. And we got the, and so then mm-hmm. finally I was just like, nope, we're, we're going to record next Thursday and we're going to launch it. And we're just going to start releasing stuff because it, because I was falling to that trap of like, oh, I don't want to get started because I'm not perfect yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I think you need to have some sort of uh, ability to um, look at yourself and actually determine if whatever your creative thing you're pursuing, like whether you're actually good at that, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe obtaining somebody in your life who can yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, because yeah. the last thing you want is to go really hard in the paint and just putting yourself out there. But it's but it's not that great. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I don't know, just uh, I think I think I would start there. And I think it revolves around uh, the uh, here the, like the proximity principle. No, so if you if you aspire to be something, then you need to surround yourself by the people who are mm. actually doing that kind of thing. Mm. And so, but you need to also like know, um, I guess, like know yourself in that realm too. Like you don't want to shoot too big. Like so, let's say let's say you want to be a stand up comic, like, and you hear the proximity principle that you need to be around other comics to develop those kinds of skills, but and to think like them, eat like them, whatever. You don't go up to like Eddie Murphy, you know, and just say like, Hey, can I start hanging out with you? Like he, he probably would not <laughs> say, how did like, you yeah. right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you find away. other local comics mm. in your area and you befriend them. Like you reach out to them. Yeah. And you tell, like you, you would do this to a bunch of teens, like at, at St. Francis, like they, um, you would like help them. I learned this from you. You would help them like discern, like through college, um, or what's studying college. And you said like, uh, Okay, like for instance, you want to be a weatherman. Like, who is the best weatherman in the Dallas Fort Worth area? Mm. You don't know? You don't want to be a weatherman. Mm. If you really want to be a weatherman, you yeah. would you'd be interning for someone mm. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like go meet people that are gonna be a weatherman. Yeah, yeah. Or so, that are a weatherman. Just like ask to intern or shadow or just be exposed to what they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I I think in regards to just starting whatever hobby it is, I don't know. I think you need to be honest with yourself, but then yeah. also use that proximity principle um, and have those other people be honest with you. Mm. If this is actually something that you should be pursuing. Mm. Yeah. Allie, how did you? Yeah. I also think that if you have a desire to do something like YouTube or a podcast and you just have a desire, but like, I've just always wanted to do it. um, I say, just do it. (laughs) Just test it out. Like see if like, that's how the oods of dudes started was I just really wanted to, Do lettering the oodles of doodles. The oods of dudes. Oods of dudes. Um, I just wanted to start lettering, and I wanted accountability, so I just started an Instagram, and I just posted something every day. And I think at the time there wasn't. I wasn't really aware of other people let. I knew there were people lettering out there, but I really wasn't aware of it. So I think that was a blessing because I didn't compare like myself to them. Mm-hmm. And I, whenever people ask me like, how do you start lettering? Like, I just say, just do it. But also don't compare your now to my now, mm. because that is, I've been doing this for four years every single day. Mm. And most people say like, I try to do it and I'm like, well, I, I didn't do it. So mm. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. It's like, you can't, that's your, like, you just have to do something 
and just if you do it every single day, you will get better at it. Yeah. So you have to like, I think, be dedicated to something. Yeah. And you will have falls and mess up and all that stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. I've started. I've realized that there are certain things that I'm willing to spend 10 years becoming Mm. the best in the world at. Mm -hmm. Not that like I actually think I could be the best in the world, but like I'm excited about trying just trying to be yeah. really really good and learning and, and then there's certain yeah and then there's certain things that i've realized that i'll start dabbling with and then i'll get to a point where i'll realize what it takes mm. to be really excited about trying to become the best in the world yeah. and i'm like man no i'm not I'm that interested no, I'm out. <laughs> and and so it's been a really that's been something i've been mm. like in my head when i started getting into vlogging i was like am i interested enough in this yeah. to try to become the best in the world at it for 10 years mm-hmm. And I was like, well, not really. And so then it was like, okay, I don't need to try it. Yeah. Like I I know, I know that vlogging is not going to be the thing right? or videography. There was another point where I was like, man, maybe I want to be like a videographer. And then I was like, do I want to spend 10 years becoming the best in the world at at just videography? And I was like, no. So I don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to do that. Well, I I think so many like resources are so like freely accessible to us now. So you can just like choose well, I can I can do anything yeah. then, yeah. and it's just a matter of that actually deciding. Like, am I actually called to do that? Yeah, would I actually yes. be happy doing it. Yeah, do I want to be known as that person? Yeah, like, like would that make me happy? Yeah, uh, we're gonna go to a voicemail here. We're gonna go to our first voicemail from Frankie, and Google translated it as Frankie Security. My name what? is Frankie Security. What a That's name. like the rapper name of the century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Let's see if we can hear this. Hey guys, um, my name is Frankie Sequetti. I'm a new subscriber to the podcast. I'm a Baltimore filmmaker with Storia Studio. Saw your post on Instagram, thought I'd leave a message. Um, never done this before. But since you guys are talking about courage, um, I just had a question about the arts and the church. So how do you think that artists who are Catholic can get better at evangelizing, um, whether it's with just our friends, hanging out, or on social media, or with our work it- self interpret that however you will um thanks so much i'm really excited to tune in and love what you guys are doing thanks so much okay so the question is how do you think that art artists who are catholic uh can get better at evangelizing yeah and that is frankie cerquetti um i'll have a i'll have a link yeah i'll have a link to her frankie yeah cerquetti i'll put a link down below and in the show notes and stuff. But, um, and then she also, she's a filmmaker and she also runs Storia studio, which is an Instagram account, which says a mother daughter duo, Frankie and Rena Cerquetti. Um, they do film and portrait photography and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, yeah. What do you, what would you guys say to her question? Questions. I'm reading it again. Oh, artists who are Catholic can get better at evangelizing. Yeah. Like like with their with their craft or just in general, is uh, probably with their craft because oh, she, she craft. yeah because okay. she asked a question yeah. on a different Instagram thing but she was like how can we as filmmakers get better at evangelizing and so oh, I think this gotcha. is like how can we as artists get better at at evangelization, well, or maybe we could just talk about like using art, mm. using your gifts as a creative for evangelization. I mean, yeah, I think there's always like an excess and defect. I think like an excess in regards to filmmaking and why, you know, Christian movies are so cheesy. And my mm. wife is such a sucker for <laughs> Christian movies. She loves <laughs> too, them. Emily. And, and I'm just, <laughs> man, it's just not there for me. And I, and I think when there is like that, um, what is it? The, uh, 
it's it's too on the nose like the agenda mm-hmm. there and so then it just comes off as kind of Ooh, cheesy yeah, yeah like that th- there is the excess version of uh trying to apply mm-hmm. your craft to the evangelization effort yeah the the defect one would just be something straight up <laughs> mortally <laughs> sinful, like very bad yeah i guess you know like, yeah. yeah so yeah somewhere in the middle i'm not a filmmaker um right so i i i don't i don't know how to answer um well just artists in general yeah okay, just artists in general well i mean immediately when i think of just like um catholic artists and like getting better at evangelizing like I mean, that is the marching order that you receive. I, I tell people all the time, like, it's, it's not that Jesus came to die for our sins, but he also told us to do something that is make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing that, you're not even, you know, fulfilling like the, the, uh, just the expectation of what it means to be uh, a Christian too. Yeah. So like how many disciples have you made this week or this month, year, five years, 10 years, how, mm-hmm. how many have you made? And so the importance of, evangelization is obviously very very prevalent you have to take care of yourself first before you can do that uh in others but like right when i heard her like ask the question i was thinking about the uh the two books the craft of theology hmm. and i think that's Rahner, and okay. then and then uh and then the uh craft of catechesis too hmm. and j- just implying that these things are like an, an art form mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm just like reminded of like our class in rome art and architecture in Italy mm. and like the probably most profound thing that our professor Dr. Lev told us was that art was the first form mm-hmm. of catechesis. Interesting, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so um, That's true. like things that were revealed, I mean you even think about like like God becoming man and uh I mean I, I had an adult ask me all the time like why do you keep just emphasizing Jesus all the time? Mm. And I said, well, because God made man like and we're human and we can't take out the human experience for us to understand something so we mm. better understand God through the art form of Jesus, Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. And so mm. art is the first form of catechesis mm. and that, uh, touring the Vatican museums and stuff like that. When Dr. Lev would, would say like, she would, um, talk about like just sculptures, um, and not like art, like, uh, paintings and stuff. And, uh, she said, what's beautiful about here is that like, let's say, uh, Michelangelo, like in painting the Sistine Chapel, he's adding to a canvas, but in sculpting, they're removing to chisel away mm-hmm. of what is actually, uh, there. Yeah. To like and reveal, so, I heard someone say that like Da Vinci or something was sculpting and someone came up and said, how do you know what you're going to do? And he said, I just like keep chipping away until I reveal yeah. like this, this beautiful statue. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So ex- exactly. Like, so for you, Frankie, as a film filmmaker as a, as a filmmaker getting hostile <laughs> as a hostile filmmaker so yeah just frankly what what are you chiseling away what are you revealing mm-hmm. uh but then also like what what are you adding to the canvas interesting you, wow. like that's that's awesome i like that i think too as um like i love what you said about like on the nose of like okay we get it um i would ask one question how's your prayer life because I think that in the book, um, The Soul of the Apostolate, mm-hmm. by a very holy person, uh, um, Frank Pavarotti. Nope. It's a French yes. name. Chatard. A lot of consonants. Soul, yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, French. Um, my people. Buongiorno. Um, he taught. Nope. That's Italian. Oh, yep. oh gosh. Um, so well, in no, the no, soul. It's French. No, too. it's not. Well, it's, oh, it's, a, it's like a Spanish-Italian thing. They can kind of go both ways. Yeah, they can kind of... Bonjour- what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. DiGiorno is the pizza. Okay. Yeah. So in the Soul of the Apostolate, it talks about... 
your prayer life and how everything should be flowing out of this prayer life. But it talks about for the longest time, um, that we always say, oh, I'm a channel of grace. I'm a channel of grace and how he corrects it. Yeah. So you shouldn't be a channel. It should be a we reservoir. Talked about, we, talk, we told Allie this. I read it in a book. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. The we talked about it. We talked about it on, on the Project YM live oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, did you also, tune you in? Did, did no, that. you heard it from us first. Okay. <laughs> from these guys because they're super smart. Sorry. Explain um, it again. Yeah, sorry. Keep going. Yeah. I was very I just profound. wanted that. I just wanted that. Like, yeah. I just <laughs> oh wanted us to know. So the solely postulate that. It's, you should not just be a channel, but that you should be a reservoir of grace so that yeah. what you receive, that it's not, it's not, you're just empty and that yeah. you just have nothing to give, but you're, you are creating, especially in this, um, you're creating from that reservoir of grace from an overflow of just your prayer life. Cause channels don't keep anything for themselves. Exactly. It just flows through. Right. Whereas a reservoir would fill up and then mm-hmm. spill over into like a field or whatever, right. you know, it'd have to fill up with water first. And again, it- I'm not a filmmaker, but I know that. Through my doodling and I'm sh- what I share is 99.9% from my prayer life. And the, I found through sharing for four plus years is that there's a specific theme that I'm drawn to more to share and to evangelize with. Sorry. To share and evangelize with. And I think that each person has um, either a topic or a concept that they're just very gifted and knowledgeable to share. Mm-hmm. And that they're gifted to speak at. And I think with filmmaking, it's like a certain point of theology or certain, I don't know, something that you are gifted at sharing and portraying. And so like conversing with the father, heavenly father, yeah. what that is. And that, and so powerful. It's good. Good answers. My, my only, Frankie. my only contribution, my only adding is, uh, like the only, the only thing that's helped me. And I feel weird. Cause like, I'm not a super successful artistic evangelist. Right. But the only thing that I've realized in my like, process or just what resonates with me and I feel like has resonated with other people. And this has helped me in speaking publicly. It's helped me in making stuff online. It's helped me in catechesis or just like even just in like human relationships and making art and stuff is to just try to be as myself as possible mm-hmm. yeah. in, in a way that's trying to communicate like a truth, like mm-hmm. something true. Mm-hmm. And so wh- whether that's like trying to be funny or whether it's um, trying to make a video or something, or even I used to stand up in front of crowds to, to speak and try to like just imitate something that impacted me from someone else. So like I'm in, I'm, I was really impacted by Scott Hahn or I was really impacted by Ravi Zacharias or someone like that. And so to try to like, just be a channel of whatever they were getting and kind of try to like, Oh, here's a quote that's good for you. Or here's this thing. And, uh, and I'll get so nervous and so full of anxiety when I first would get up and and talk about stuff and which I would consider like a form of art form Mm -hmm. is like performing kind of, I mean, it's not really performance, but like talking in front of a crowd and, Mm -hmm. and communicating is practice. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it comes from like this deep, deep place. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would just get so nervous and I wouldn't, I didn't feel like I was doing as well as I wanted to do And um, and what solved it all for me, and maybe this is just my style, but what solved it all for me was getting to a place where like, I'm just, I'm not pretending to do anything other than just like, this is me. Yeah. Like I'm not pretending to be, to even have it all together or to be professional or, or, um, it's like interesting. A different persona. Or yeah. Something. It's interesting. Cause your dad said, um, 
never put your pain on the audience. You know, when your dad yeah. was doing the speaking workshop, he was like, you know, if you're feeling embarrassed, don't tell your crowd you right. feel embarrassed. But it's so funny because that's if you're unprepared, don't tell your yeah. audience you're unprepared. But you know, you're it's honest in the bar low. But you know, it's weird. I've really wrestled with that because for me, it was the opposite that got me to calm down. Interesting. Because it's like. It's like when you're with someone, you're not worried about how you're performing because you're not pretending to be something you're not. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, you're you. And if you say something wrong, they know, like, you say it again. Or if you say something wrong, you're like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Right. Mm-hmm. It, like, but if you yeah. think that you're perform, you're like, I am being Scott Hahn and I, I need to be something I'm not, mm-hmm. then you start getting nervous because you're like, maybe they know. Maybe they know that I'm not. <laughs> Maybe Wait, they know I'm not, not Scott Hahn. Oh gosh, maybe they know. Yeah. <laughs> what? And so then you kind of trip up on your words and you're like, oh no, they know I'm not the person that never trips up on my words, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, the beard. Yeah, right? This is the beard. So what gave it away? Dang it. So anyways, that's a long way of saying that. I think focusing on being as yourself as possible mm-hmm. and and vulnerable in that way. And then you striving to understand some truth and just and and express it and talk about it. And not worrying about, well, I need to, I need to paint like this person paints or I need mm-hmm. to do like, no, this is just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to resonate with someone like, I'm not Michelangelo. I'm, I'm like only, this is my first day painting, but this is going to yeah. resonate with someone who's like, you know, can, can relate to my experience. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? No. Yeah, it does. There's a, she, she kind of added a little bit more. She was saying, uh, can you get, um, She's saying maybe just with your hanging out with your friends or on social media, she said, mm-hmm. however you want to interpret this. And I, yeah. and I feel like uh, if we want to close this out, if this is all yeah. we're going to say about it, like um, Pope Paul VI, Evangelion Nunciante, I'm mm-hmm. probably going to like ad lib here. He says yeah. like, you are not evangel- evangelizing unless you are preaching the name, uh, person, and teaching of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so, man, like that, like mm-hmm. that was firing. Like, is that in contrary yeah. to that, that the ancient and, uh, myth of saint quote of saint francis oh yeah you yeah. know mm-hmm. um and so yeah if you are not preaching the name of jesus mm. you know, yeah yeah this person yeah there's no evangelization yes. if the name of jesus mm. isn't said so we're gonna go to our next voicemail here thank you frankie I think this is from david it, it translated as Pitts. david Pitts, but that's probably <laughs> not what's up y'all this is david piccarelli uh as a net alum a franciscan alum and now a youth minister my question for you guys is what is the most creative thing that you've had to do in a pinch for ministry? So huh. take that as you want. Be as creative as you want with that answer. Interesting. Peace. David Piccarelli. I love David Piccarelli. You know him? Yeah, Shout I do. out to David. Uh, David. He's yeah. a great musician. Uh, I'll have a link to him. He's a Franciscan University uh, alum and works for Net Ministries. He no, also no, has. He was a Net. He uh, was oh. a Net Mission. Oh, he was on. He also says Catholic Youth Minister. And then it says MD and PA. I don't know what that means. Master to the- Maryland and Maryland. Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my two favorite states. Woo! Yo, yo. M-D-P-A. Maryland and Pennsylvania. Hey. Okay, so what was this question? What was the most creative thing you had to do in a pinch from... Oh, like a last minute, ministry. boom, yeah. here's what I had to do. Man, isn't that like really every youth ministry memory. night? I have a really bad memory. In, and, yeah. <laughs> in, in parish ministry or just ministry in general? Probably ministry in ministry general. Ministry in general. Mm. I mean, it could be in parish. Um, oh, gosh. I feel like there was a ton on net. I just don't remember. Right. I'm, re- I'm really bad at remembering stuff. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I've got nothing other than uh, 
when Edwin and I used to work together, we were oh, having gosh. like a closing. <laughs> we we're having like a little closing banquet. See, and it's not really ministry related. I don't know why I'm telling this, uh, but we're like kind of closing out the night. But we're doing like a lip sync battle at the same time. Edmund just drops a mic in my lap and starts oh, the God. like Aladdin. I can show you the world. No, 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 no. You're Amazing. missing. You're missing the important. So sorry. You're missing everybody. the important like like story leading up to that point. Sorry, I'm not a filmmaker. I don't make stories. <laughs> no, 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 no. I told you guys no, no, that. no, no, no. That's Frankie. No, I was Frankie. I was leading this banquet, right? Like I was in charge of the banquet. I was emceeing the banquet. And I mean, I mean, at I was, one point, I was there too. And you were there. Yeah. No, I know you were there, like, but you were them out. No, but you were there as a participant just to eat dinner. And no, I came no, over to the no, table. No, 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 no. I was yeah. Like, okay. I was like running the show. No, you weren't. And I came over to your table and you're sitting next to your wife and with your kids probably, I think. And I was like, hey, Nick. At some point, I'm gonna start a lip sync battle spontaneously, and then I want you to stand up, and you're gonna and you do this with me. Mm-hmm. Are you cool with that? And you're like, I don't want to do that. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> you're like, no, nah, man, I don't want to <laughs> do that. Man. And I was like, are you are you nah. sure? And you're like, yeah, man, I I don't yep. want to do that. And uh, it's the hell no. And I don't know I don't know what came over me that I just was like, you know what? He probably wants to do this. <laughs> what are you doing? This is Nick. Oh hell no. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks, David. Uh, thanks, David, for well, sending in that I mean, question. Yeah, yeah do you I don't know. One? No, I don't. Mm. I think you ever rolled ones... around on a stage for five minutes straight? <laughs> no, never mm. did that. I did that before. I think it's just a lot of ad lib that it's, yeah, that's like my job. Have you ever asked the bishop to play egg roulette with you? Nope. And then he said, Nope. I'm out. <laughs> nope. And I was like, that. And he was like, No. I was like, Okay, well, then uh, maybe I can just do it with a kid. And he was like, let's just leave the eggs out of the night. I'm like, all right. Sounds good. That's, that's probably safe. Okay. All right. Spent that. 10 okay. No eggs. All right. Cool. Boiling these eggs. I spent 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just want to eat you up. Okay. So uh, this this next segment is called Current Events. So, Allie, do you want to give us this little... Uh, Allie, Norm- oh, no, no, no. This is called Allie's News. Allie's News. Hello, welcome to Allie's News. Okay, no. I, totally, I forgot what that the was. That was awesome. No, it was good. Thank you, Nick. You thought that was good? Yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, was that your best work, Allie? I forgot what I say in the beginning. You know, with kids in Montessori, Hi. you're not supposed to say, oh, like if they say, look at what I drew, you're not supposed to say, like, oh, wow, that's so that's so good. You're supposed to say, are, really? you, are you proud of your work? Oh, interesting. Man, I do that to Jade all the time. Because if you, you say, if you, uh, it's like, just, like being I'm not saying, excited. Yeah, I'm not saying that we always do like no. we just try to because if you're always that is so great that's the best in the world then they're extrinsically motivated as mm-hmm. opposed to motivated by like i am proud of this I'm really bad at horrible that father yeah Jeez. me too Dang it. so ali were you proud of that okay. no i wasn't proud of okay that. that's what i thought <laughs> okay you're better than that okay you're better than that okay yeah i'm better than that make your dad proud here we go okay it's for you michael hoffman okay you can't talk okay. over the music <laughs> well you started it when i was talking okay okay i'm ready michael hoffman okay <laughs> Did you just Wait, you just shout out at okay. your dad well, it's like with his cut. name? Okay, okay, here this we go. Five, Michael Michael Hoffman. Hoffman. four, three. Hi, this is Allie Hoffman with your current news. Wait, current oh, news? Oh, Why does your microphone that? sound weird? I don't know. I Are you just... talking directly into it? Yeah. Talk into it. Hey, this is Allie. <laughs> Did it change? It, that's pretty you know, short. Yeah, that's okay, okay, here we go. Let's shorter. try again. Let's start over three, the whole two, one. Three, two, one. Hi, this is Allie Hoffman with our current current news. Okay, this is your last chance. And I am, is it current news? Are we settled on that? This is the last chance. Nick took my microphone away. Okay, we're going to current events here. Here, I, can take, I can take this uh, microphone. Okay, here. Well, just I, get up on it. 
I'm. Oh yeah, gosh. there you go. Right there. Okay. Are we doing it again? Yeah, really? do it again. Oh, gosh. Hi, this is Allie Hoffman with Current News. Okay, that's it. Um, Thanks, Nick. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is our first one. Oh, dang. Where is oh, here we go. No, not that one. Uh, dang it, guys. F- quick, Nick, Phil. Phil. Uh, I heard earlier today that uh, who's who's the guy from Amazon owns it all, owns it all. Oh, uh, uh, Bezos. Elon Musk. Bezos? Yeah, that, that guy. Yeah. I hear that if um, you know a a couple, man and woman, are divorcing, that Jeff, 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 Jeff Bezos, Jeff, he yeah. will uh, obtain seventy five percent of the stock that they own in Amazon. Wow, is that true? Is of the couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the, the couple that like mutually own that Amazon stock, if they divorce. Uh, somehow he gets 75% of that stock back. Okay, here's the current... I'm not sure either. Here's the current event. Two Arkansas men were arrested for shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. Look at those faces. So here's what happened. Uh, They were both wearing bulletproof vests. And... And... uh, Wait, here's what happened. Um... He was wearing, uh, Ferris was one of the guys said he was wearing the vest when he asked, yes, when he asked the other guy Hicks to shoot him with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle, the vest stopped the bullet, but it hurt him and left a mark. Still hurt. Then then he got pissed and unloaded his clip into his friend's back. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. So he initially, t- and then Ferris initially told his wife he was fine, but then later complained about the pain. So then they oh, went to the hospital. Yeah. When they went to the hospital, the first dude told, <laughs> he tried to cover for his friend who he told to shoot him by making up a story. He said, <laughs> me and me and this other guy went into the woods or, or he said he was, him and his friend were hired to protect an asset who paid him $200 to follow him into the woods. <laughs> He said they went into the woods with another man and met another man at 10 p.m. And then a gunfight broke out with the asset. And he told the hospital. I love this part because he only got hit once and there's only evidence of one bullet. But when he goes to the hospital, he wants to make it sound good. So he's like, I was shot six times. (laughs) (laughs) A gunfight broke out. I was shot six times. Dodged them all. But then later, can you say that in like a Southern accent? Yeah. Fairs. What? Say which part? I, I was just protecting this asset and <laughs> protecting the assets <laughs> around 10 p.m i went and to a, the woods a gunfight it got hostile it got hostile out there a gunfire got shot six times i got shot six times you watch your mouth you watch your mouth <laughs> protecting this asset gun rights i think it's an asset so uh later his wife arrived at the hospital and told and told people like no, he, no, they shot dumb. each other. They shot. This is what his wife said. Idiots. And I can just picture this too. His wife comes in and goes, he won't, he won't protecting nobody. Ferris weren't protecting nothing. Like pointing at herself. He won't protecting this asset yeah. right yeah, he here. Wasn't. He not protecting my asset. My asset. And so she says, he's just no. About his. So you know what she says? You know what she tells the investigators? Tell us, Edmund. No. No, those two idiots were dr- <laughs> shot each other while drinking on the back porch of their home. Wait, so what, what, did, what did they get charged for then? Shooting each other. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah but sure what that's illegal. Crime is. 
<laughs> well, if they were both, well, actually, no, no, no. The other guy didn't want to get shot because the first guy he got shot pissed. Him in yeah, the back. he got pissed. Me and my brother did that with our airsoft guns, though. <laughs> shot each other. Yeah, yeah. My dad like got us airsoft guns, and we were. He was like, "Don't shoot in the house." And what do we do? We went to our rooms and mm. we shot each other because we wanted to just oh feel God. how bad it, hurt. it just says. Then that did it hurt. you debate whether to go tell them that that's what you did? <laughs> but you're both. We like, it, it just like says 11. that it just says that both. I think we're charged with class D felonies that are oh. punishable by up to six years in prison and a maximum of ten thousand yeah, dollars. The judge, like a, what disorderly conduct or something like that? No, I think it's probably like shooting, <laughs> shooting <laughs> hey, someone. Don't do yeah, this. Isn't that disorderly conduct? I mean, yeah, that's disorderly. pretty disorderly. Yeah, it's disordered. They uh, the judge issued a no contact order between the men. He was like, "Hey, okay. look, hey guys, don't talk to each other. You guys shouldn't just, just be friends because they were, they, they were pissed. They were pissed. So here's what I want to ask, Nick: If I told you to shoot me in my bulletproof vest, yeah, like just would you? I mean, what, what are the circumstances? Like, how is what like, did I? What you did guys I are on a podcast. Well, first, and like, well, no, no. Here are the well, circumstances. No, no, no. How here was the my day? Did I? No, here are the circumstances. Okay, are you ready? Did I fast that day? No, 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 no. Here are the circumstances. Okay, we both live in Arkansas. We're both from Arkansas. Okay. Okay. All right. Just mm-hmm. leave that to what you want to make of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're both uh, a little overweight and mm-hmm. in our forties. Mm-hmm. No, they're fi- Are, well, fifty and thirty-six. Oh, fifty and thirty-six. Okay, so, so I feel like we're wearing flip flops. Like yeah, we're wearing flip flops. We're on a back flip-flops. porch. We're on the back porch yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Cargo shorts. And we're both for some reason wearing bulletproof vests and mm-hmm. we're drinking. Mm-hmm. And what, then what are we drinking? Uh, Bullet Reserve. Okay. And we both have guns for some reason. And I'm like, hey, man, I feel like it's kind of humid outside. Shoot me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. look, look, dude, I got a crazy idea. Yeah. Shoot me. Shoot me in the chest. Okay. Let's like bulletproof vest. I mean, I have a warranty on this vest and I really want to take it out. Where, but where, where did you get the vest though? Cause that would really help uh, me make a decision here. Oh, um, at, um, Bass Pro. Okay. That's I got my, I got it on bad. sale. Bass Pro. I got two bulletproof oh, vests. Sale. Oh. I'm like, Hey Nick, that doesn't help. I'm like, this is what I say. I'm like, Nick, mm-hmm. remember how much we loved laser tag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If if this if you shoot me in the chest and everything's fine, we could play laser tag like this, but with real guns. I want you to shoot me in the chest. Do it, Nick. Shoot me in the chest. Would you do it, Nick? I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. Shoot me in the um, chest. Come on, Nick. You'd have to up the. You'd have to like make fun of my mom or something, and then I would. <laughs> I might do it. Yeah. That's it. Just make fun of your mom and you would shoot me in the chest. You, you got to start somewhere. Okay. Can- I just want you to know I'd shoot you. Because I trust you. you. Shoot me? I trust you. Wait, you you trust? I would trust you if you said, "I want you to shoot me." I I, I will be fine. I looked it up on the internet. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> oh, oh! If I gave you all the like data that I would be, yeah. Fine? If you were like, oh, "Look, okay. I really, I'm going to be okay, fine." Yeah, and before, I really, and in, in, in me shooting you, you didn't give me any of that. You were just like, "I got it on sale at Bass Pro Shops," and so oh, yeah, I'm like, "You got to insult okay, me." Okay, that's, that's true. That's true. In that scenario, where you're what would I have to do to convince? What would I have to do to convince you to shoot me while I'm wearing a bulletproof oh vest? I, I start. Allie, would with, you shoot a friend if he was wearing a bulletproof vest? Absolutely not. What no. about with what about with a BB gun, paintball gun? Yeah, maybe. Knife? Would you stab someone yeah, in the chest? Yeah, maybe a blow dart. Okay. Because <laughs> those things are powerful. Oof. Okay, so there's that from experience. Yeah, we had blow darts growing up. You didn't have really? blow darts? Yeah. No. Had you didn't have blow darts. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Now that I'm saying that out loud right now, I think that is a little weird. Saying what? That we had blow darts growing up. Yeah. Yeah. We had some. Oh, cool. uh, our next current event. Our next current event is not. I mean, I just wanted to bring this up. So Joe Biden has been accused of, of inappropriate contact mm. with people. Oh. Isn't everybody like yeah. right now? 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he's been accused, and there's some videos that come out of uh, that came out of him and these like um, he's taking pictures with different families and stuff who are I guess supporters of his I don't know politics whatever. Yeah. And he's like touching some of the kids really weirdly, like just like overly like at one point he's like touching their face or whatever. And then there's um, more and more women keep coming out saying like, yeah, I've been inappropriately not. And it's not always like super direct. It's just like one of them was a woman said uh, that at one point he uh, kissed the back of her head. And she's like a grown woman who they were like somewhere they were in some gathering or something in public. And then he like grabbed her shoulders and then kissed the back of her head. And then in another instant, she is instance. She is allegedly or she's accusing him of touching noses. They touched like he touched noses. He kind of like, he kind of like nose, nose Eskimo kiss. Yeah. And there's in some of these videos where he's like putting his hand just like on the hips of these kids and stuff. And like a little too handsy, uh, which is weird, right? That, and that, so this whole thing like getting weird, like yeah. power like, yeah, yeah, yeah. vibes from that. And so the whole thing on the whole thing, like on Twitter and all this other stuff is, and he came out with an apology and the whole thing is he's saying like, look, like I've always just been a really personable person. Like mm-hmm. I'm always about like, you know, and, and he was like, I apologize for this and I'm going to be more conscious of this. But then other people are watching some of the videos and be like, no, he, like this isn't It's a little too much. It's a little too, it's um, a little too Joe. So I don't know. What do you guys? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Joe Biden touching. Creepy. Uh, careful googling that. I know, right? right. So like this okay, is that's with, super creepy. See, that, it's like no, that oh that that yeah. was really creepy. So some yeah, that, some of these kids are like are like you can tell that they're not. He's just always grabbing the kids kind of strangely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like see his hand on her hip. And then this, he's like oh. pulling her hair back what really weird. The? Like her whole face. It's That's just kind of weird. really weird. Man. Um, hmm. Like this one's weird. <clears throat> yeah, but, I'm, I'm not getting like uh, abuse of power vibes anymore. I'm getting like, uh, like he, he's, he's a public figure trying to um, uh, be uh, the word relational is coming to mind. Um, but personable yeah. to, to yeah, the yeah, viewer yeah. on camera, yeah. but it's coming out in it's extreme out weird. excess. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. But it, it brings up this question, right? Because I've heard some people say that any type of physical touch should have consent. And and some people go so far as like they won't – like they will ask their young children, will you let me – like will you diaper. let me change your diaper? Yeah, that's- or like, uh, like I heard once – this was on a different podcast where this guy was talking about his friend who like is in the parking lot – and his young daughter, who's like, I don't know, four or something, uh, they do this whole like consensual touch thing where it's like, and so he's trying to like put her in the car, but she's refusing. And so he's like, no, you need to get in the car. And so he can't talk. So at one point he just like reached, re- like grabs her arm and is like, no, 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 we need to, or goes to pick her up or something. And she starts yelling, no safe touch. No, no Satan. Like that's really not good. safe touch. Right. That's really good. Yeah. But it's her dad. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, no, it's oh, her sorry. dad. Oh my, gosh. oh my god. Sorry, no. I <laughs> yeah. I blacked like, out. Yep, I blacked that's out. Really so her dad's like, no, <laughs> no, no just, safe touch, no. I'm and, just thinking like worst oh case scenario. Yeah. Because we, we, we tell like my daughter that like like hey, these are special yes. areas. Yes, 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 yeah. Um only like mommy and daddy, you know, and or maybe like grandparents, you know. Yeah. No nobody else is allowed to do so. But if you're trying to like if you're trying to at that young of an age empower them 
to make decisions about that. I mean, there are yeah. times where, at, you know, as a toddler, like when your kids are toddlers, right. you just got to pick them up. Right. Like you just yeah. got to get them out of the situation. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I've thought about this a lot, like the whole physical touch thing, because there are some people that are not comfortable at all with physical touch for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And there's some families that are very like touchy feely. Mm-hmm. There was one time we were at, we were at this like young adult gathering, this dinner. And one of our friends, her, uh, her brother came home and so she is a 29 year old woman and her brother is, I don't know, 21 and we're all at this dinner table and you know, she kind of stands up and her brother comes in and they both like, Oh, Hey, and like kiss on the lips. And everyone in the room was just kind of like, well, it just, it was like, Whoa, Oh, this is like in Toledo, Ohio. Right. Like, and they're, <laughs> and I think they were, uh, maybe Hispanic. I think, yeah, like it's been in, I know like in some cultures and like mm-hmm. Italy and stuff, like the, the, mm-hmm. the two cheeks, even like two men were like two cheeks kind of thing, or there's some cultures that, and, uh, but it was so, I don't think they meant it to be so forceful. I think they both were just moving mm-hmm. from opposite sides of the room. And so their lips just so took inertia. all the brunt of the inertia. Mm-hmm. Right. And you could just feel the whole room just kind of like, Oh, okay. And like, <laughs> she's married and he's not, it was just like, ah, okay. Okay. Moving on, you know, mm-hmm. and so, like, what do you make of that? If some families are like, we hug, and other families are like, we don't touch each other ever. I know my dad; he's a big guy, six three, and he's a very like touchy feely. In the fact that, like, when he meets you, like your family, so he'll hug you, he'll do all that, and and he's a speaker, professional speaker, and so he's traveled the world and met so many different people, so many different um like cultures and stuff. And he's had to really be careful now because of yeah. no matter what his intention was, Joe Biden, whatever it was. But my dad, I mean, he's had to really pay attention of like how I am coming across because that's not I mean, He's just has horror stories of like, that was not, no, 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 no. Um, just be super intentional. I think just signs times where we're just very hyper aware of this yeah. because yeah. of so many things. But I mean, like out. all of us are looking at this saying, this is inappropriate. Yeah. Well, look at the yeah. yeah. Well, we're also watching a compilation of him and doing it over and over too. and over again. Yeah. And we've already thinking, established yeah. that this is weird. Right. So, but, so, like, should it just be something where people are, like, is the answer that everyone must consent to any type of physical touch? Is that the answer? I know, I know of some speakers who they will ask, like, are you okay with me, like, shaking your hand right now? Or, like, are you okay with me giving you a side hug? Would, yeah, or, would or that even, make you feel would you like be pr- safe? Praying over somebody. Like, oh. now, you, I ask, do, you ask permission, like, do you yeah, mind if I, I put that. my hand on your yeah. Now, I do, think that's, I do think that's a good thing. Like, yeah. especially if you're about to pray over That's a very, like, intimate thing. Yeah. And yeah. I, we train people to, like, ask before you just, like, start touching them. Right. And don't, yep. like, rub yep. their, yep. Rub their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, back in Arkansas here. <laughs> So, Allie, do you think, or Allie and Nick, do you think that... No, ask Allie. No, ask Nick. Okay, well, here's, here's one thing. Nick is smart. Here, so here's... <laughs> that was perfect. This show is brought to you by... Um, my wife and I did make a conscious decision to be more touchy-feely with our kids, which sounds, like, strange. But we felt, like, we both felt like our parents are very loving, and but but we wanted to be a type of family that was very comfortable hugging and like laying on each other and mm-hmm. stuff like, and um, so we made a conscious effort to make sure that that was the case mm-hmm. because I mean, my parents would like, it's not like <laughs> I, mean, I didn't get hugged enough as a kid. Like I definitely <laughs> got hugged enough, but um, we were exposed to other families that were much more physical touch. Mm. 
And we really appreciated it. We realized that it was, or like we had friends that were that way. They were much more like huggy and much more like comfortable with that. And both of us, you know, when we had a conversation about that, when we were engaged, both of us were like, yeah, that's really important for us to to Mm -hmm. instill that in our kids Mm -hmm. that like, like physical touch is okay. Yeah. Um, but then there's this question, this whole question of like, is it, is there like right or is there a certain amount of physical touch that we, that is ideal? <laughs> like, is it wrong if you grow up in a family where your parents never like hug you or touch you? That's a big <laughs> question. Right? I mean, it's I like, know what's, that cause there's... as a parent, you're like, I want to do what's the best version. I, sure. I don't want it to be too much and I don't want it to be too less too, right. too like not enough. So you're trying to find this ideal, but then the whole question is like, is there an ideal or is it all just okay? Whatever happens, happens. I think, I mean, obviously maybe it's not obvious, but I, I express like my love for my children and my wife, like through physical touch, but maybe if some, if that is not somebody's love language or whatever you want to call it and they don't hug their children like a ton, I'm sure their expression of love is manifested like exponentially in something else that, Mm. that I'm not able to exhibit. Mm. And so I default to, wrestling with my daughter all the time you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't know i think too and i'm not a parent so i'm not going to give parent advice please, please give us parent advice here's what y'all need to do okay <laughs> all you parents here it is but i like with my nieces i have three nieces and they're all it's three and under and i'm um, actually one two and three years old and um growing like having them grow up and they like they want to be held and they want to be, you know, snuggled with and they want to sit on my lap. But my sisters are very good in teaching them like when they're leaving, if they don't want to be kissed or they don't want to be hugged, then you have to say goodbye, at least like a high five or something, or at least you have to acknowledge, say bye. But they're like trying to teach them consent in that way. But mm-hmm. I also think like babies, like if you never hold them yes, exactly. or you never touch them. Yeah. Isn't there some science yeah. about, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, um, I read that when babies are being like held and touched and like mm-hmm. caressed and stuff that it's, it's stimulating like your skin and the blood flow and it's helping mm. the baby grow. Like it's mm. telling the nice. baby to grow. When, when I was in EMT school um, and we were like on the topic of like uh, administering like medication, like if you're like in the field, something's going on, maybe like car wreck or something like that. And somebody's like serious, like, um, like, has some injury or whatever, or maybe they could be in shock before you, uh, administer any medicine. Uh, you, they taught us to like, put like our hand, like on their head, really or, like on their shoulder. So like assuming somebody on their like, laying, laying down, you know, because that, that could be like a touch could be soothing in yeah. and of itself. And you would avoid just administering anything else. Interesting. And so, yeah. And so it was, wait, it was wait, wait. Like, so when you, before you, before you give the medicine, mm-hmm. Just touch their head and see if they get better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like that's crazy. Like, for example, somebody like who is in shock. You yeah. Know? So maybe they're not like physically injured at all. Yeah, but They're yeah. in shock and they're like freaking out on the ground. So like, I mean, it's it's almost natural too. You would just put your hand like, oh, yeah, on their yeah. shoulder. Yeah. No, like our kids. Yeah. Like if our kids are freaking out or something, or, or even if 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 I'm going a little crazy and mm-hmm. Nick Nick just is like, hey, Bro, you know, yeah. like yeah. we need to right. Like yeah. there's, I'm sure yeah. there's some. I would if if any of you know the science behind well, this stuff like, i'm sure there's a science behind the healing power right. of being like skin to skin con oh the other thing is that babies when they're first born uh they say it's good to have skin to skin contact with mm-hmm. the mother because mm-hmm. of all the things that happen just it i think it 
it signals to the mother to pr- start producing milk mm. and all of these other different hormones that are going on are signaled by that, like skin to skin. And I think even in hospitals, they'll be like, yeah, put the baby skin to skin. Well, what were you going to say? Well, like when my sister, there's science behind this. So scientists weigh in, but something about depending on their age, they can only like cognitively like recognize like certain number of words in a sentence. And mm. the older they get that, get, that grows. But like, when they're one or two, if they do something, they're not going to respond to this long drawn out. Let's think about your decisions. Like to make that, like, that's still good. I think to do, but like that immediate, whether it's, you know, just like smack or like if they're trying to touch a stove or if they touch the stove and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. that touch, they're like, Oh wow. I think that's a learning part mm-hmm. too. And like yeah. how you teach them different things. So are we, th- well, do we think there is a power of healing in like physical touch oh, like yeah. like if, i think so if yeah. someone's in solitary confinement and does never like for sure. years oh, yeah. doesn't touch someone okay that brings us to our next current if event any here. of you guys have ever been solitary confinement would you please let us know yes please let us know that yeah uh that leads us to our next wow you've been waiting to go to the seg this is a great segue okay here's the next one well i'll just show you on my phone okay. um this is a men's cuddling group oh here we go <laughs> that aims to redefine masculinity and heal trauma did not expect this. redefine this is in pennsylvania plymouth plymouth pennsylvania twice a month half a dozen men gather in plymouth meeting to help each other work through past traumas mm-hmm. their cho- their chosen method of healing cuddles this is a serious thing this is serious oh, okay. it may seem odd but members of the men's therapy <laughs> these are real people with real trauma i have to sneeze i'm sorry mm-hmm. members of the men's therapeutic cuddle group says the practices help them cope with everything from childhood sexual sexual abuse to the loss of family members when they were young. Uh, the two year old group draws men from various backgrounds, a 37 year old Mormon, a 57 year old married man. Um, it says it, it, it kind of just slides this sentence in here. It says there's a range of sexual orientations. Okay. Um, but it says that they will go through this type of touch to try to like heal past, trauma like all sorts of things Mm -hmm. and they they say that they believe that platonic affection can be a doorway to emotional closeness and and healing um here's what they do (laughs) at the beginning of every session everyone agrees not to engage in any sexual touch and to always ask for consent before every action they'll gather in a huddle and breathe meditatively so, Allie, if you could begin breathing meditatively. That was great. Then the men pair up. It's not working. The men pair up in the first move called the motorcycle hold. Nick, would you please demonstrate? No, no, no. no. We will oh, no. definitely. <laughs> we will definitely <laughs> not. We will definitely not. So one man will sit with his back against another man's chest. Like, like you're riding a motorcycle. Oh, that's not okay. And they will just like either massage each other's shoulders or just like, just like hold, just hold. Okay. Um, many close their eyes and, and the room like falls into silence at this part of the meeting. Cause everyone's just like silently touching non-sexual. Okay. It's just platonic consensual after 15 minutes, <laughs> they switch to a new partner. Did they, uh, say, did they say bye or like, say, they, thank you? They touch, they touch thank foreheads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, thank you. Like, like forehead to forehead. That, that's yes. Okay. 
which I have a story about this, actually. This is all coming well, full circle. I, I, I think I know exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. the story. Then for the second half of the session, they do what they call a puppy pile. The puppy pile is the men all lay with their heads in one another's laps and just like chat and, Gosh, and talk. I can't. Okay. <laughs> so they talk about like the importance of being vulnerable, the importance of physical touch. That's safe, safe touch, mm-hmm. right? Consensual. Like they're saying, yes, I am okay with yeah. you placing your hand on my shoulder for 15 minutes. Right. Or whatever the, ver- I'm sure there's different versions of this where it's like, like, let's just as friends hold hands. And that be okay and or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy said it allowed me to experience what good friendships are and what brothers are. Okay. And when I read that line, I, I remember mm. conversations Nick and I have had about <laughs> – I don't want to put words in Nick's I – remember, I remember things Nick has said about consensual <laughs> – Okay. No. Here uh, we go. <laughs> no, no, no. But there, there was like in college, like especially when we played rugby or just like, the, just like these groups of guys who were who – were, um, uh, what's the word? Not confident. Um, comfortable with their masculinity. There was no like, and and just like, it sounds so dumb, but literally like shoulder touch stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just wasn't really. Exp- I came from Georgia Tech, where like no one was. I mean, no one was that close of friends to like. I don't know, or even just it sounds so dumb, but even or like like guys just kind of hugging, just mm-hmm. like hugging. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a thing at Georgia Tech. No one hugged. Everyone's just like, oh, see you later. Like no one. Yeah. So like these groups of guys that just seemed like brother, like actual f- like family, like familial, like brothers, right? Mm. Was really cool to me. Like I thought it was, I w- it was really attractive to me. And I, and that it was part of why my wife and I were like. I was about to say, it goes back to you teaching your. Yeah. And us being like, wait, no, sons. like, yeah, like yeah. we need to, we need to actually strive to do this because for some reason I lost that somewhere. Uh-huh. And I, and I felt like that was not okay. Or like that it was weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in that environment, I really, f- I, I did feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So they're saying though that it, they're going pretty far, right? I was say that. I yeah, mean, that's totally I can different. See, like it's totally different, especially if there's childhood trauma or there you never, there was no physical touch with your parents or you know just yeah. like that, and you needed that or like even your yeah. story of like brotherhood. But I think that scenario that specific thing it's a little there are know. some cultures there i forget what the country is but there's a there's a uh i, mean, I forget what it is i where think it's turkey hands? yes where men hold they'll mm-hmm. walk down the street and hold hands yeah and it's like it's just fine yeah i'm not saying that we should be that country sure <laughs> but it's weird because is it is it just subjective and relative is it just a cultural mm. thing that we all make up or it, like so that's why it's just such a weird thing. I don't know. That's why I just feel like all these things were connected because non-consensual, not safe touch that makes you uncomfortable is yeah, not good. Right. And you should be yeah. able to say like, Hey, that makes me uncomfortable. Right. The story I was going to tell, what were you going to say? I see th- this is kind of on topic recently. Emily and I went on a staycation just here in downtown Fort Worth. And so, uh, we started off like the staycation with uh, professional massage. And so, um, it was the weirdest massage I'd ever had because my massage like therapist like was talking to me the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was just like I've never had a massage. Like, you can't I've talk. Just been like <laughs> you can't, can't talk. Out. Yeah. Just can't been, talk. Well, it's not you can't talk. It's just like you just want to chill. Right. Yeah, you just want to relax. Yeah, right. and, and so she just started talking to me, and and I it we had a very spiritual conversation as well, and I realized just how um, basic the gospel message really is not you know, with her anyway. And I was asking her, like, does she ever, um, she was communicating to me a lot of like, uh, 
I, she was saying, I think like, um, like the bodies can speak to each other. So mm-hmm. just in exactly what we're talking about, like in touching some other person. And I said, do you, or have you ever had an experience of just kind of somebody coming in and you are like kind of aware through like touch that this is a good or a bad person. Mm. And she was like, like their aura. Yeah. Yeah. She, Cause she was talking about like, uh, what they were taught, like in massage therapy school, whatever is that like your body has an energy, their body has an energy and that when they're coming in, they're, they're coming in with like a lot of like, um, she used, she didn't say baggage, but it was something like that. Like, you know, yeah. like they're, they're wanting something restored and, and you are Ooh. the restorer in some kind of fashion. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're, yeah. And so, uh, she's like, no, I've never had any experience like that. She's like, but I have had some, uh, just this one like crazy experience. She said that she was like working on, uh, someone's ankle and she saw like a big scar like on the ankle. And so she was like, um, massaging like around that area. And then she just had this weird vision of like this person like going into like this weird like adobe kind of hut or whatever like in combat mm. and so then she just like kind of said that yeah just asked she's like did you like, is she christian at all you, uh former huh, you know, yeah, well, okay when she was young yeah uh sorry you don't have to give the whole back yeah, okay but. i won't do that <laughs> we had a very long conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah. an hour-long conversation because that was how long oh, the massage was. Oh, so what happened uh, so, yeah what happened when she said that to him yeah yeah she, so she was like did you did you like, I don't know. Serve. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Did you incur this like in, in battle? Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. did you serve? And, and she said, the person was like, yeah. How did you know that? She's like, I, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was pretty much all she was saying about that. But it was, it was a very, uh, interesting conversation with a very unique individual. Yeah. yeah. Kind of related to what we're talking about here. Well, I mean, if of, of body, bodily, yeah. Uh, energies yeah man, i found i i feel so not intelligent when i say no that. no 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 but like bodily energies but then uh it's harmony with our understanding of a theology of the body that the body is communicating yeah. something yeah that's what i was gonna all, say at all times yeah that's what i was gonna say is like it it kind of leads into this whole conversation about like what what is a person and what is a body and that a body does represent like it's not just that when someone touches you the actual touch is harmful. It's that it means something Mm. like when Joe Biden is touching someone inappropriate, like putting his nose on your cheek doesn't hurt you. It's like, it means it like communicates something like a closeness that you don't want, Mm -hmm. which is in, which is innately like this type of weird spiritual, Mm. like, like you're saying, communicating with your body. Mm. We were just having this conversation at work, uh, about with my coworker, who's a woman who said that, uh, at this one salon, they do like scalp massage when they, after they shampoo. And I said, I said, yeah, I don't like that. Like I went one time, they don't normally do it. But one time I went with someone who was new and I could tell that she was really uncomfortable that she had to massage my scalp. She didn't ask me or anything. She just shampooed my hair and then, Oh no, no, no. She said, she said, and, and, uh, now we do a scalp massage. And I was like, uh, and, and then for like an awkward 10 minutes or so that's too long. It felt like 10 minutes <laughs> for an awkward, like five minutes. It was just silent except for the sound of suds in my hair. Mm. Right. And it made me uncomfortable, yeah, it made me yeah. really uncomfortable. Mm. And, uh, my coworker, Laura was saying like, why, like why there's just someone touching your head. Like what's mm. so, 
And I don't know. It just made me uncomfortable. She's mm-hmm. like, that, that's that's weird. You know, that's odd. Or yeah. not that it's bad, but just mm-hmm. like that's that's an interesting, funny thing. The other que- the other thing is when we were in New Zealand, there is um, I guess like the in- the culture of New Zealand, like the indigenous people of New Zealand. I forget the name of it, but um, they they gave me and my wife this like uh, present from oh. from the Modi cult, uh, Modi Modi. Now I'm messing it up. Modi culture or something, and it was like this necklace and stuff. And and then they did a traditional haka, which is like the thing yeah, in rugby. If you ever see cool. that, yeah. um, with like doing this dance, and then and they presented this in front of everyone and was like, and this guy who had joked with me before about some stuff, like just randomly joked about me. He said, and, and he's kind of smiling and he's like, and now, uh, you know, we're going to do a traditional greeting and I'm going to touch my face to to your face. Mm. And I think I was just kind of nervous and embarrassed. And I immediately said something I regret, which I immediately was like, Oh yeah, sure. My wife will go first. (laughs) And, And he's like, no, no, yeah, like, re- and he starts coming over to me, and I'm like, "Oh, you're oh, being serious? Okay, okay." And so it was like a hand clasp like this, nice. cool. and then just like a. I've seen I've seen that in pictures. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like in uh, Gladiator, they yeah. do that, right? Yeah. And then he did that to Danielle, mm-hmm. and then we did this to another guy, and I was just like, "Wow, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting, right. like, cultural." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I thought you were going to talk about that one ministry. Where this uh, husband oh, and wife, that one the, couple. The spouses will, pr- yeah. the way they pray over each other is um, the husband and wife will put you in between them and then they will they will go to hug each other. Stop it. But with you in between them. No, that's not and they, real. And they call it the marital embrace. That's not real. They, yeah. And they say like, we want. Allie, the body the marital, communicates. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. Father Tim Hepburn told me that he met a couple that oh would pray with over people. Well, because the idea was we want you to, to some of our sacramental grace to like rub off on you. Like, like we're praying as a spouse and that's powerful. So get in between the beam and kind of get some of that light on you. Okay. We need to, I don't even, I don't even have, you don't even know what to say to that. Nope. Let let these assets just really (laughs) just communicate. (laughs) That's been current news with Allie Hoffman and gang. Uh, so that's pretty much weird. it. That was weird. <laughs> I think we had we had another um oh, we had another voicemail that is relevant to this. Um it's this one and I I I don't know who All right. I just heard the story about these two guys that uh, shot This sounds like Ian. This Ian is Ian. Cabernet. This is yeah. Ian C. Yeah. And I think he's hey, listen to this. Shot each other with uh, um like an automatic rifle or something, but one of the guys was wearing a bulletproof vest. Sounded like they were pretty good friends to trust one another to shoot each other. So I'm wondering, you all seem like good friends. What's the craziest thing, craziest thing you've done to prove that you're good friends? Bye. But that <laughs> Thanks, was at ten oh four, and we were definitely recording. Yeah, I think, after ten. Yeah, I think he. I think. I think when I sent because I sent the article to them, I was like, "What do you guys think about this?" And so I think he. That's he why he was like well, calling. No, er, yeah, earlier when you were setting up, I think I was texting him on your laptop. Oh, gotcha. I was just doing it for fun. I didn't know gotcha. who it was. What's the craziest thing we've done? Oh, sorry, were you still? No, that's it. I feel like y'all have a lot of those kinds of I stories. Oh, man, I don't think we've done like crazy. I feel like on a, on that like confirmation retreat that me and you put on. Oh, in Oklahoma, there was weird stuff that. I mean, that whole thing was. We were like winging all of it. Yeah. We just like showed up, and it was like here's a here's a room. 
yeah, uh, put on a retreat. retreat. But it's like an overnight retreat. Yeah. So like, and they're all going to, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what we did, but some like weird fingers. improv things. What? Do you remember the sausage that I had? The breakfast sausage and you thought they looked like fingers, but oh, they're really good. I don't remember that. Have you ever tried to prove how good of a friend you are to someone? Um, I don't not consciously been like, that Look I at how know. good of a friend I am. I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like you all right, have Ian, some well, crazy that, stories. Sorry, well, no, Ian. Dude, Ian, we're not entertaining at all. No, I don't, I don't know if this one. is a crazy <laughs> story. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if this is a crazy story, but it's just funny to me. Uh, so when Edwin and I used to work together, we would get in uh, to some really good conversations, like parish ministry wise, and we wouldn't want to uh, end the conversation uh, <laughs> from just yeah. the natural circumstance of like yep. a body's, uh, you know, um, <laughs> desire to excrete. Oh my and so, okay. and so oh my gosh. both of us wanted to continue the conversation, <laughs> but in the parish that we worked at, there were, were no bathrooms where there were like two stalls. Oh my. There's always one stall and then a urinal. And so we were like, we know what to do. <laughs> we know we have to go to the bathroom. We'll, yeah. we'll both go to the far end of the building in like the family life center. Uh, and there's oh, no this other... story. Oh, okay. Oh, I, now story. I know what story you're talking are about. Are there okay. multiple? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, there are multiple. Yeah, okay. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So so we decided to go to like... So we could keep talking. Part, yeah, so we could keep, keep talking, but then also handle... Multiple urinals. Bodily... Yeah. Not urinals. Or multiple stalls. <laughs> multiple stalls. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So we decided to go like the only bathrooms in this facility... <laughs> that have multiple stalls are is a women's bathroom on the second floor on the second floor with the building completely empty we thought the That's building right. was cl- the building the, was closed the lights were off the door so yes. we were just like oh like it this has, is safe yeah and when and when and we're to talking be fair about and to be fair when the men's conference comes and and would use that <laughs> oh, they would sure. change it into yeah. a men's True. bathroom we did that so too. Yeah. yeah and okay. here that we are weird. talking about systematic catechesis <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yes. And and we're fully like like norm, normal talking like yeah. and so we're going upstairs and then going into the bathroom go into the bathroom and we're still talking loudly and then we hear <gasps> the voice of I'm not going to disclose who it was a person a female person say uh, I don't think you guys are supposed to be in here <laughs> so bo- both of us just sprint in no, 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 no. direction the first reaction is we both we get were, immediately quiet yes and then yes. just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bolt, bolt. And he runs down the hallway. I run straight down the set of stairs I could see. So wait, so wait, wait, wait. We we both leave leave the stall really, really fast. No, no, no. No, We didn't get to the stall. We're not in the same stall, Allie. Oh, no, no, not in the same stall. We open the door and start coming in just... Talking oh, like yeah, catechesis. You guys were yeah. already in the stalls talking. No, 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 no. And no, then no. as oh, we're coming in, no. Yes, was like, did you wash your hands? But okay. No, no, no. As we're walking in, still talking, we hear this voice oh, saying, my. "I don't think you guys are supposed to be in here." Both of us immediately run, take two different exits. And I, I just kept running. That's all I remember. Yeah. I kept so running. I, I, I go to a different part of the building and I look out the window and like across the parking lot, Nick is just still running. I felt like all the way across the parking lot. He's still going. I felt like that if I removed myself from that area of the building oh as fast as I could, that there would be no way. It wasn't me. That, yeah, yeah, that could have been no me. No way. They didn't yeah. hear my they voice. Can't run that, that wasn't fast. me. That's not. And so oh I run gosh. through like the main entrance of our our main office entrance of the church, and then our business manager is right there. <laughs> like, and I'm like running, and then and, like, and then suddenly <gasps> stop, and then he's like, uh, "What's going on, Nick?" <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm like laughing too. Nothing. A good relationship with, with him too. Oh and so I was gosh. like, well, dang it. All right, business manager. Here's what happened. Business I'm letting manager. you know right now. I'm like, just so sued. you know, it happened. Oh my and gosh. I just want the record to show that an incident occurred today. <laughs> I just Write want to come down. right out with it. And as Write I'm telling down. our business manager, Edmund's like walking up too, just very leisurely. Oh yeah, just like I'm well, panting. Because if you're running, people know you look suspicious. But well, if you're walking, if you're just like, well, I'm just walking. Yeah. Well, right. But the only person that we had to worry about was the person that was in the bathroom. Yeah. Still yeah. occupied. And I just wanted to, anyway. That is hilarious. But they definitely heard my voice. And oh. we never talked about it at all. Ever. No, we never. No. No, no. You there? and I talked about it, but that no, we, person. Yeah, yeah, Does that we person still work there? We are not at liberty to say. Okay. We're not so going to confirm or deny. No, yeah, yeah. we're not going to confirm or deny. One, the other time, the bathroom one, just another crazy story. Uh, it was like after like one of the morning masses on Sunday, and both of us, I, I think, are probably just like uh, like just hanging out, having community with prisoners and donuts and stuff. And there's like a bathroom nearby. I didn't know that Edmund went to the restroom. So I, I also walk into the restroom and I see his shoes like in, in the stall. He's sitting down. I see his shoes and I didn't see anybody else in the bathroom. So I walk in, see the shoes and I say, ah, the poops <laughs> that are around the corner. And there's this older gentleman <laughs> at the urinal. Using the like, urinal. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. And I'm oh. like, I and so can't. I know, I know what's happening. <laughs> I know that there are two people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm I'm on the toilet and I know another man just came in and is peeing and then I hear someone come in and I hear Nick's voice ah the poop and I hear from Edmund just yeah just start laughing like, I start laughing because then Nick realizes he realizes there's another man yes so he just wa- he just he just leaves well no 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 what was aw- no 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 I didn't leave what was awkward oh. was that I had to go to the restaurant <laughs> And so I also just for me. did my business. Oh, that's right. So because you committed to coming in oh, wow. and you couldn't turn around. No, so I, could, he, I couldn't walk into the bathroom, say, ah, oh, the poops and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Weirder. So he's like coming With in and then in. so then then he's peeing in silence next to this man. <laughs> yep. And I know exactly what's what's happening, yep. right? Like that yep. this man is stone cold. Yeah. That this man yeah. is, is sitting there peeing going, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Why what? Why did he pee next to me? Why did this stranger just say that? That's amazing. So now, so now any time i enter a bathroom if someone's using the stall i just yep. say that out loud yeah wherever i am walmart ah, the poops. safeway yeah, yeah. no the poops oh ali i think i think with you probably like a crazy just funny like memory that i have is both of us at st thomas this is like right when instagram like first came on the map oh. we our friend group we decided to we created a game mm-hmm. with instagram and we called it creepathon and so if I saw Allie in a part of the university and she didn't know that I had eyes on her, uh, yeah, I yeah. would just take a picture, post, post it, it and put like hashtag creepathon and then what your count get, was. Yeah. Give myself like a, like, like a kill count. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. There's it was a really good one. Was, I'm sure if you guys, uh, Look up the hashtag yeah, look creepathon. Up the hashtag creepathon on Instagram. You'll find some. Of There's some. Pictures. We've moved into videos too. We did some videos yeah. that you catch up on people and you're like, other people Dang. got involved in it because it they is, wanted yeah. to be a part of it. Yeah. It is it fun. Was me, you, Colleen, and Shahan. Yeah. And See, other people. A version started. of this is that you just text someone a picture of themselves. 
That was our from whole like mi- behind. Well, well, that was our whole ministry team, actually. Yeah, that was our ministry. ministry yeah. That's, that's what we did that year. So yeah. we, we made an I just like time. if I see someone somewhere to but take a picture and then text it to them because no, no, then they get that so experience much, of like what. But it's so much better when you put it on Instagram and you tag them, and then they don't know then, for a while. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's okay. one. There's a couple where um, I didn't even know they're like by me at all and i look at the picture i'm like i remember walking like where were you and this picture yeah. like, right here whoa creepathon dang look like, up on Instagram. you're like i was alone in my room sleeping what is yeah, why do you have this boundaries yeah. but i did catch some people working out yeah you did yeah. it was good and and our campus was small enough where you're inevitably going to run into yeah. one mm. of the people participating mm. Yeah, it was good times. That was good times. Okay, uh, that's kind of we're kind of wrapping this up because uh, this has been long. More. But um, I feel like you and I have something else. I feel like, like we have a lot of weird ones, probably. Oh, this is what I want to say. Well, we're gonna wrap up. Uh, things I wanted to say is what people can expect. What can people expect from the show? Poop stories. <laughs> Obviously. No, no, I I think. Uh, just as the soundboard and you know that opening clip is very Edmund Mitchell this mm-hmm. uh season 2 of of the show is again obviously very Edmund Mitchell but mm-hmm. it is very much like the uh Catholic Creatives Instagram yeah, like, right? takeover yeah. 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 like like but throughout the entire season so yeah. stay tuned well but it's going to be all of us like i think that's the cool part about this is a lot of people like it's just it's just fun what I love about this is us getting together and just like we were talking about at the beginning, like being yourself, Mm -hmm. but also trying to express a truth or find a truth Mm -hmm. or discover a truth. And there's a few interviews we've already done with, you know, Dr. Matthew Rossano, Matt Cranley came over, you know, and and we want to do like more performances and stuff as part of the show and um, have different psychologists and scientists and authors on. And really like for me, it's just an excuse to explore these different conversations and topics and like yeah. evolution and politics and things that honestly are kind of scary to me. You yeah. know, politics is something that I've just like for most of my life, like voluntarily stayed out of. Yeah. Like I don't, I just don't even want to come up with an opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but uh, you know, to have these conversations and ask questions of people who are knowledgeable in certain fields, it's really interesting or to expand kind of outside the bubble, mm-hmm. right? Like, the cool thing I was on an interview with Taylor Schroll Taylor. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And we were talking about this. We were talking about how, like he was like, is it okay to listen to non-Catholic stuff? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like that's fine. And, and in fact, actually I think as, um, even just Christians in general, or just as people, like we, we need to do a better job of using these different medias or, or opportunities to reach out to people and have mm-hmm. conversations. I wish when I was a, when I was like 18 or 19 or 20 that I could have listened to Bishop Barron having a conversation with Dave Rubin. Mm. It would have been really fascinating yeah. mm-hmm. and would have helped me learn how to interact and engage with other people that have different worldviews. And it'd be okay. Yeah. And it'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. And so, cause like, yeah. So anyways, That's so, um, true. That's good. so like there are some past episodes that represent that as I've looked at the episodes, like the conversation with Julia Dween, mm-hmm. who was a journalist with like the Pentecostal snake handlers, like embedded herself and did this whole story and book on that. What? Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. And how like, yeah, just these really small wow. churches that would the pastors would like hold snakes and get bitten and stuff like that. It was really crazy. And oh. while she was covering the story, I think two of the pastors died. Oh it just really, um, you know, wow. we had the Jedi Knight on. You know, we had uh, we had Hunter Motts of Mixed Metal Arts with Brian Callen, and so people that 
it's interesting to get that conversation. And this is what I love about Joe Rogan podcasts and some of these other podcasts is long form, nuanced conversations mm-hmm. about stuff. And so once a month we'll do a big show like this with all of us and just like have fun and do these little segments and then talk about serious things if that happens. Mm-hmm. But then the three other episodes a, a month. So the weekly episodes the three other episodes are going to be more, you know, the beauty science mm-hmm. uh, spirit, like engaging those kind of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, with a different guest coming on. Sometimes awesome. it's, you know, like when it was Kyle and Dan Harms, Allie came over. So it was just all of us and they're performers and musicians and creatives. So that was, that was cool. But then sometimes like the episode that'll drop on Monday is Dr. Matthew Rosano, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. Um, we have some other authors coming on and some different philosopher and um, just different things like that. So awesome yeah i'm really excited for that i'm really excited for the team being really creative with all this stuff i'm excited for for the interviews and i yeah i'm just excited for season two of the show so you can you can Rockin expect it. that yeah <laughs> what should people do uh people should uh oh, f- follow the uh new instagram account yes follow the new instagram account the uh, show.fm yeah the show.fm on instagram mm-hmm. subscribe somewhere uh and also what i'm really passionate about right now we are the best podcast in the world <laughs> basically but right now it's really easy to communicate with us because we're not getting like a massive flood of communications because people it's aren't true. doing that yet, but they will. Mm-hmm. So like, so like talk to it, like send us a voicemail, DM us, mm-hmm. like just get in touch with us. I, I love like engaging with the audience and interacting yeah. with the audience. Oh, I think absolutely. that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we want to be your that's friends. it. Um, any last words, Allie, anything else you want to announce or, um, doing great, doing great. Good guys. Oh, here we go. This is so. This was how I ended the Catholic Creatives takeover, and I just thought we'd end with this. And so the topic was supposed to be the theme that we were supposed to talk about was like people getting started. We talked about that a little bit, mm-hmm. but I wanted to end with this quote. Do you remember? The, did you hear this quote already? And the Catholic Creatives oh, takeover. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to. I just wanted to end with this, uh, and maybe just get a few of your like closing thoughts on this. So this is a quote by Martha Graham, who was very influential in, I guess, like bringing about what we would consider modern art. I think she was one of the first people to like break out of like ballet and just be like, just move your body. However, mm-hmm. just like move and express. And um, so she was super influential. And this woman came to her and, and asked her for advice, basically said that she had a desire to dance, like to do this creative work, but didn't have the f- faith that she could do it well, that she mm-hmm. could be excellent. And I thought this quote was just so good. Uh, so I'm going to read it real quick. Um, and this is this is the woman who asked the question, kind of like recounting it. She said, um, oh, no, no, sorry. Martha says to her, Martha Graham says to her, there is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that translates through you into action. And because there's only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. If you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is, nor how valuable, nor how it compares with other expressions. It's your business to keep it yours clearly and directly to keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep yourself open and aware to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. Uh, As for you, you've so far only used about one third of your talent. Uh, and, And so this woman says, well, but I'm not, I'm not pleased, you know, in, these things that I'm producing, I'm not seeing the value in it. I only see my flaws and my, you know, my dissatisfaction. And then Martha said, no artist is pleased. Hmm. There is no satisfaction, whatever at any time, 
There's only a queer divine dissatisfaction, a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than the others. I doodle that. Dang. It'll Dang. preach. It'll preach. I just love that. I love that. Like, don't worry about how good it is. Mm-hmm. Don't, like you, you've been almost afflicted mm-hmm. with this divine unrest mm-hmm. to just channel whatever this crap is that forces you to like do this thing, mm-hmm. like make something out of wood or dance, <laughs> <laughs> just dance, just yeah. do it or to, whatever the thing is like to express something, to express it. And like, and like when you're in normal interactions with other people, you're not freaking out about Maybe sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to talk because I might not say it the right way. Mm-hmm. But when you go about your life, you just you're just only focused on expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about like, well, where are these good ideas coming from? Do I have the best ideas? Mm-hmm. You're just like doing it. Mm-hmm. You just do it, and you mm-hmm. just yourself talking to your friend. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with getting started in YouTube or podcasting or filmmaking or whatever it is. If there's this part of you that has this divine dissatisfaction with this thing you want to do, mm-hmm. then just just do it. I think it goes, I mean, what we were talking about reveals like that uniqueness and that everyone's like, there's how many billions of people in the world, blah, blah, blah. What do I have to offer? And I'm like, no, but there is only one of you. There's all like, I can teach you how to letter and I can do it, but you will never do it exactly how, how I do it because mm. you can't do that. Yeah. So you have, whatever you're creating, you have to do it. The world needs it. The world needs mm. your creativity. So do it. The world needs it. The world needs it. Nick, any last words? I don't know. I'm just thinking back to that proximity principle. Surround yourself with people who are going to inspire you to do those other things. I mean, just when I started working with you and Jared, both of you guys like Mm. were creators and you guys pushed me to do that too. So then I finally made a Squarespace account, you know, like (laughs) started contributing stuff of my own and then created something from that too. Mm. And so, yeah, proximity. Just do it. Just do it. Come hang out with us. <laughs> it's been fun, guys. Bye, guys. Season two's here. Woo! Peace. Wow, that that was perfect. That was a perfect. That was a really good ending. <sighs> wow.